Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Latinx Influencers, the top chismes, top trending topics, and everything you need to know about your favorite Latinx influencer and celebrity. You find it here. I'm your host, Yesenia Garcia. I can this up. Welcome back to this episode, this week's episode. I hope you guys are staying safe, are staying healthy, and are staying happy. Okay, guys, so as you know, or as you may have heard already, Snoop Dogg, and this comes honestly to no surprise to me, Snoop Dogg releases a song um, together with Banda MS. So it's like a mix of regional music and like a twist with Snoop Dogg in it. The name of the song is called Que Malicion. I personally love this mix. I think it's an honor to the Mexican culture and Banda Regional that Snoop Dogg, who has been known forever that he's like a fan of Banda, that they came with this collaboration to make this really, really cool song. So if you haven't heard it, I'm going to leave you guys a little piece because we don't want to get copyrighted. Um, but here it is. Take a listen. La maldición de extrañarte. Every time you leave, there's only one thing that I know. What's that? Baby, your day extraño. Maybe. All right. What do you guys think? Do you guys like it as much as I do? So I have my husband here with me today, guys, because we're also going to be talking about one of our favorite shows on Netflix. But... What did you think about this song? I feel like it brings back memories to way back when we were dating because of like how like Snoop Dogg's trademark Suffle for Bass. Like I feel like it makes you feel like I want to get on a little rider and just go for a cruise. Because it's a mixture of like two things that I love, banda and like... Yeah, I mean it has a good, pretty good little uh, twist. Like he's always trying to collaborate with anybody and which is good because that's what we need is different type of music of two different styles and mix into one so yeah it pretty sounds pretty good though yeah there is people though who don't think that this collaboration was good they think the song is not as good as i think so they think that snoop dogg's you know style and him singing in english throws the whole banda song off but like I said, in my opinion, I think it's a really cool collaboration. I think the song is amazing. And I hope that there's more collaborations like this with Banda Regional and other kinds of music genres. Yeah, but there's always going to be haters no matter what. Like, there's a lot of Mexican music that are just strictly Mexican performers. Some of them suck. And then you got American artists or English artists that are two big hit stars. And sometimes their music sucks. So... It doesn't really matter, I guess, to each to to each their own and but I mean with Snoop Dogg collaborating with this, it's pretty good because he always tries to collaborate a lot of songs with the uh, with, with different that, artists. Yeah. Well, mainly with the uh, you know with the Raza and you know because yeah. he he even did a couple with uh, like Capone and some of them like some of those artists you know but. Yeah, overall, I think it's pretty catchy. I mean, so, I, I'm like a huge fan of Snoop Dogg, but I don't really know his history. But he's from L.A., right? Yeah, he's from Long Beach, California. So, because I also read on the internet that he went to the same high school as Jenny Rivera did. And obviously, she's like she was the queen of banda. So, that's pretty cool. I absolutely love and I hope to see more of these 
cultures uniting to bring us better music. Shoot, why not? You know, we've been home a lot more lately, obviously, with the pandemic going on. And for good reasons, we should all be staying home. But we here in my house, we have been doing a lot of more TV watching, and that's Netflix watching. And there's this one show that we started watching a few months ago, and we had been waiting for season two to come out, like so anxiously waiting for season two to come out. And that's El Dragón with Sebastián Rulli. It came out just a couple weeks ago, and we are, and we're we're gonna try to do this as much as like we don't give you so many spoiler alerts, but we're gonna let you know a little bit of what's of what's happening too. El Dragón is pretty much the story begins in Ciudad Jiménez, Mexico. It's based on narcos and drug dealers and things like that. Uh, not that everything in Mexico has to do with that, but this show is based on that. But it has a twist because the main lead, which is Sebastián Rulli, his name is Miguel, was raised with Japanese culture. So uh, Miguel's per- parents, Roberto and Lucia Garza, die uh, from an, an attack Uh, They planted a bomb in their car and they ended up dying. So then Miguel and his brothers, Jorge and Chisca, end up staying with the grandfather. So in season one, so if you haven't seen it, you guys, you may want to like turn your sound down just for one second. In season one, we found out that Miguel's grandfather is actually the one who sent the green light to kill his own son, which he was killed in that uh, bomb attack. But then the grandfather ends up dying because he was really sick. And then Miguel, who had been living in Japan for 20 years, because after what happened with, with his parents, he went to live over there. He, like, gathered no, all I these cultures. You, I thought they sent him over there to get a better... Like, education, yeah. culture. Anyway, uh, Miguel is sent over to Japón. 20 years later, he has to come back to Mexico because his grandfather is really sick. And then he names Miguel the leader of El Salado, like the organization in El Salado, the narco organization in El Salado. He names him the leader. But then again, Miguel comes back with different ideologies on how to handle um, the business, the empire. And he wants to put like less violence and more like critical thinking and better ways to solve things. And here's a twist. So Miguel is a financer. Oh, and like that's what market, he, markets and stuff. Yeah, that's what he wants to implement now into the cartels. To make them double or triple the money than what they were and making it more legit. That way no one's pretty much fighting no more. That's why... Yeah, he wants to end violence and he wants it to be more like smart thinking to make more money rather than in violence how a lot of, you know, narco cultures are. So, of course, there has to be a love story to this twist. Miguel ends up meeting a girl named Adela. Which is hot. She's gorgeous. Absolutely love her eyes. She is an Uber driver. Every girl's eyes or person, actor's eyes are different colors. Yeah, that's what, we were, that's what we were saying about this uh, Netflix show or Netflix series is that almost everyone in this Netflix series has colored eyes, which is weird. Like, why does this is weird? Anyway, uh, Adela, you guys, is uh, an Uber driver at the time when she meets Miguel. She absolutely, like, instantly falls in love with him, but he has just lost his wife and is not ready for a commitment. Long story short, fast forward to season two, you guys. She already told him she loved him. 
And we're, I, I want to tell you a little bit about who the other actors are so you can get an idea of who we're talking about when we tell you guys uh, details in the series. So there's Jimena Ortiz, who is played by I Irina Baeva. She's like a new Russian actress that is in Mexico now, I think. Um, and then there's Epigmenio Moncada, which is one of the other leaders in the uh, carteles. And he's played by Roberto Mateos. There is Chisca Garza, who I said is Miguel's sister, Cassandra Sanchez Navarro. There's Hector Bernal, who Hector Bernal is one of the journalists, and his name is Manuel Balbi. The other person who I want to talk about, because he is just getting under our nerves and we cannot stand him, his name is Valentin Soria, who is portrayed by Ruben Sainz. And Valentin is... Miguel's best friend from when they were young and throughout college. And Valentin, right now where we're at, is dating Chisca. But he is a scum. Oh my God, we absolutely hate him. Talk about the, the biggest two-face ever. So he right now is portraying to be Miguel's best friend and super in love with Chisca. But he's actually married and Chisca has an addiction. And he's after one thing though too. Not with Chisca, but... Something that Miguel had, is making and supposedly going to make a lot of money off of it. And that's what he's after. Yeah, you guys. So Miguel right now in season two, they're making something. We're not going to tell you what it is, but they're making something that's going to make a lot of money. Valentin is obviously knows that this is going to make a lot of money. And I guess he's kind of like jealous of Miguel. So he's been using Chisca. Oh, he's way jealous. What are you talking about? Yeah, right? He's been using Chisca to help him get like everything that he needs. And Chisca is such an idiot because she falls for everything that he says. Well, because think about it. He's trying to persuade her, like give her all the love and, oh, I love you, this and that. It, long story short, he's just trying to make it seem like he's going to leave his wife for her because they supposedly have problems and stuff, but... Yeah, to me, it's kind of like, how do you keep doing this? And the reason why we say she's like, she she gets under oh, her skin and too. It's because she he feeds her with drugs. With yeah, with her addiction. That's why I said like she has an addiction. So obviously, he gives her what she wants, and in return, she does all these things that were like, why is she doing this to begin with? Because Valentin was actually the one who raped her when she was younger. Yeah, and started on the drugs. That was her first time ever doing it. So he was the one that pretty much... Yeah, so he raped her, put her on drugs. He was the one that pretty much started the spark. Yeah, and but he's... But rewind, though. She was, at first, she was trying to find Valentine to kill him. But then, when she actually met him... That's saw when, him again. Saw him again, whatever. That's when she fell in love with him. Because he... Sweet talker. Yeah, showed her a different side, supposedly. But, yeah, he's such an ass. Yeah, and as, as much as he lies to her and she catches him, she's, like, still there with him all the time, looking for the same thing. Okay, you guys, remember that thing we told you that Miguel is, is making right now? So, Valentin is after it, and we're at a point right now where they're all in Spain, and Valentin is trying to get Chisca so hard to find that for him, and... That's where we're at right now. We don't know if Chiska is going to find it or not. What do you like think? Like, he, he's pressuring her too much. He's even supposedly stopped her addiction so that she can crave even more to look even harder for her. But yet, he's still doing it, which is dumb. Can't wait to see what's going to happen. I just can't wait till Miguel gets Valentin and strangle his ass. Yeah, guys. Um, 
in the second season, and I'm not, I don't want to talk too much about the first season because obviously there's a lot of stuff that happened. Uh, and the right now, the first season is just kind of like all over the place almost. What do you mean? Like, there's too many, it goes here, then there, then fast forward, then like. How? I think in the first season it was it was more about like laying out the business. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like connections with all these people from the around the globe that they have business with and trying to implement like a smart way to take after the business. So in the yeah. first season is where we get introduced to a lot of people. And then now on the second season is where a lot of like the crazy novella stuff starts to happen. Like right now that the Miguel is in drama. Spain. More drama, I guess, yeah. Um, right now that Miguel is in Spain, he... Okay, here's a little bit of a spoiler alert. He is being held hostage by someone, and you won't believe who it is and how this person is holding him hostage. Now, will Miguel die? Because this person is also, like, doing something to him that could potentially kill him. Basically, that all novellas do. <laughs> right, and I feel like Miguel put himself in the situation because he's a little bit of a whore when he needs to close the deal. But it's, a, but it's a smart business move. I don't know. He's a little bit of a whore, you guys. So he sleeps with a lot of women that he like, works with. And one of them, those is Jimena, who Jimena works with him in Mexico. And she's like a, like a finance guru, too. And she's gorgeous. And Jimena and Adela really, have like... She, well, not no more to you because of the stuff that she's doing now. But in the beginning, we were like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Um, but she like had a thing with Miguel, like they were sleeping around and whatnot. But she's jealous of Adela because she obviously knows that Miguel has feelings for Adela. But about enough about that because you don't want to talk too much about it. Yeah, we don't want to tell you guys too much of where the love story is with Adela and Miguel. Will they end up together? Honestly, at this point, I don't know if they're going to end up together because we still have a bunch of episodes before the season two ends. We're at the point right now where Miguel is abducted. Chiska is trying to find this something for Valentin. And if she finds it, that means that Miguel's empire could go down the drain. And something else is happening back home in Mexico, too. Yes, back home in Mexico, there's a couple of people that have been murdered that are important in the, within the business of the narcos. There's a journalist who is Hector Bernal, who has who is actually Miguel's friend, and he is investigating Epigmenio Moncada, who is one of the other leaders, like all of their crooked businesses. All the murders um, that are that went on. Yeah, of course, there's politicians involved in this and all the crooked stuff that they do. Um, if we could just go on and go on and go on about everything that everyone's done, you guys, but like I said, we don't want to give you too many spoiler alerts, but right now, you have to check out this series because it's really cool. It's like a novela, but with the modern twist to... It doesn't seem so dramatic as a novela, you know? And I mean, it has its dramatic parts, but... But not as much. But not, yes, it's, the, it's not like... <laughs> Definitely a you series. You can slap somebody across the room and they feel it. No, it's like more, <laughs> you know, on it, I guess. But yeah. it's really good, like... I don't know what's going on half the time because I'm reading the damn Oh, uh, yeah, subtitles. so this is in Spanish. Yeah, so I'm reading the subtitles and trying to look up and, like, sometimes I miss, but it's a pretty good series. Are you learning any Spanish by this? Maybe. What have you learned? I can't tell you because sure. I don't know. You haven't learned anything. How sad. <laughs> okay, but how many freaking different languages are on it? Mandarin and Spanish. Yeah, and it kind of confuses me because... And a little bit of Portuguese, actually. What Some of the words that they're saying that are not the Mexican ones, I'm like, 
that's another word that you can say that typical word so i'm yeah. kind of getting confused sometimes yeah i'm surprised you haven't been like babe what's going on what's going on what does she say what do they do because that would annoy me <laughs> like i said i'm trying to read fast and look at the <laughs> damn thing that's gonna be annoying but it's such a good series that you keep on watching yeah it's better than mujeres asesinas oh my god i used to love the mujeres asesinas but that was dramatic too yeah that was overboard dramatic Anyway, you guys, series season two of El Dragón, um, you have to watch it. It's super cool. It's a twist to modern novelas. It's a mixture of cultures. Right now, he, in this series, it's a mixture of Japanese culture with Mexican culture and businesses and politics and um, narcocultura. Um, like I said, right now, we're at the point where we don't know if Miguel is going to make it out of this abduction or what kind of consequences it's going to have after, what's going to happen with what's happening in, in Mexico with the murders that were committed there to these important people. And then uh, Chisca, will she find what Valentin wants for her? Uh, I can say you this much, you guys. Somebody's going to die it's, soon. It's a big, uh, what is it called, plot twist to it. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're like, you never saw it coming. Well, then, I kind of did see it coming, but I'm kind of like, not this I'm, I'm soon. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. But then there's that other twist to it. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah, I didn't go think, check it out. Yeah, I didn't think this person was going to die. At least not yet. So, oh, we almost forgot. There's a rat within Miguel's business organization. In his company, you guys, I want to tell you, there's this little group. So, it's Adela, who's the one that he has a love thing with Miguel. There's Jimena, who is the finance girl. There's Flaco and Kenia and Jorge. Jorge is Miguel's brother. They're the three internet hackers, like website hackers. Like, they're super quick. I, I saw this meme that said that the hackers in El Dragon know how to find something in one second when it's actually not that easy. But, anyway, you guys, they're... But obviously, it's a novella. Right, obviously. And there's also Trejo, who is Miguel's like right-hand man when it comes to finances. And um, he actually came to Mexico with Miguel from Japan. So one of those people is a rat who is going to the prosecutor in Mexico, like the main prosecutor and other agents, and giving them information on the business. Who do you think the rat is? So there's Kenya, El Flaco. Uh, it's not Jorge, obviously, because it's not the brother. I think it's Jimena. Jimena or Adela. Because it could be Adela, too, honestly, at this point. We uh, don't think so, but I think it's Jimena. Jimena has a lot of... Resentment, uh, yeah. would you say? Because Miguel doesn't want to get serious with her. with her. yeah. Yeah. I think it's Trejo. Who knows? It could be Flaco, too, because he's been asking a lot of questions, too. Who knows? Yeah, no. I think it's Trejo. But anyway, guys, don't miss this series. It's a really cool series. Go watch it on Netflix, El Dragon Season 2. Well, if you haven't watched Season 1, you want to start with Season 1. But we recommend it. It's a really good series. It is in Spanish, but obviously the subtitles will help you if you don't understand Spanish like Gabe. I mean, come on. You're on quarantine. What else can you do? What else can you watch? Make sure to stay safe, stay healthy. Remember to stay happy. It's good to have good mental health. Go play out in your yard. Get some... Air, fresh air now. Fresh air. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on, you guys, with this pandemic. We are pretty much at the mercy of politicians at this point um, with what happens with which state's going to reopen. I think Arizona is going to start reopening here soon, little by little. I think um, some other states are already reopening. 
So just remember to protect yourself, be cautious. If you're gonna go outside, you guys, make sure to use protection, like the actual protection that you need, protective protection. Be kind to another too. Yes, you guys, remember, we're all in this together. Be kind, be humble. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.